Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. So hello, everybody. I am so excited to have Jeff Newkirk with me. Jeff, we, we've kind of, we met via a mutual friend and it's been great talking to you so far. So I'm excited for the audience to get to know you. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your business and one thing we are not going to read in your bio about you. Sure, Tish. And, and thanks for the opportunity to speak with you today. I really appreciate it. Sure. So my business is Understandable Solutions Business Coaching and Consulting. I spent many years in the corporate world and mostly in finance positions. And I knew I could make a bigger, stronger impact on people and businesses if I did my own thing. And so, so it's been got a lot of fun to do that. Now, the one thing that people might not get from my bio is that I had a very close relationship with my father. Uh, my dad and I uh, spent a lot of time together. I took care of him for 15 years. I was his primary caregiver. The last five were very challenging for him, but uh, we had a, a great relationship and he was really my mentor. So a lot of what I learned about the business world was from him. Amazing. I love to hear that. And you know what's interesting, Jeff? I hear women frequently say, because I was a daddy's girl, by the way, I was, mm-hmm. had a really great relationship with my dad. I hear women say that a lot. Exactly. I don't get to hear men say that a lot. And one of the questions I generally ask is, to tell us about one of the most important connections in your life. So why don't you mm-hmm. kind of share a little bit more about what's one of the greatest lessons that he taught you in business, if you will? Oh, man, uh, so many. But the one that, that really sticks out is his ability to communicate. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was an executive. And uh, there would be many Saturdays when I was little that he would bring me into the office. And he would uh, walk the halls and he, he'd say hello to everybody that he saw and he'd stop in and, and, you know, say hello to somebody who, who their office door might be closed, but uh, still wanted to say hello. And, you know, here's me tagging along. And it was always amazing to me that it wasn't just hello. You know, it was more like, uh, Hey, uh, Sarah, how are you doing? And didn't, uh, didn't your daughter just graduate? Uh, yeah, how did that go? Or, hey, George, um, didn't you just buy that new house that you've been looking for? How, how did that uh, turn out for you? So there was always something more than just a hello. And he connected with people. And, and he was genuine. And he really, uh, it, I really admired him for that because people always 
they wanted to they wanted to talk to him. It wasn't like they shied away from it. So it, it was like I said, he was one of my strongest mentors, and uh, really it was a privilege to to be able to spend that time with him. I love that. That is such a fantastic story. Um, are you familiar with Dave Ramsey by any chance? Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. So Dave Ramsey, um, I don't even know how many years running it is now, but I know he's been like the best employer in Tennessee for years, you know. And one of the things that I mimic and I, I teach a lot that he does for his business is they do a weekly, I think a weekly or a daily high-low. And so all of the employees are able to write down, okay, what was the high of my week or what was the low of my week? And Dave reads all of those. And he's oh. able to, because what you just said reminds me of something I heard him say, that he gets to know his team by hearing, you know, what's the best things happening in their life? What are the things that they're really struggling with? And um, and never forgets, you know, those things like, hey, I know you had a kid graduate from high school or, you know, I just heard yeah. your son won the soccer team, won, won the soccer game or something like that. So I love that. And there's so few, so few times, I think, in this day and age where we're seeing parents really being that mentor for our children, especially in the in the place of business. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. And, and there's such a great opportunity there that we have with our kids. And so often it's, it's passed up for, for lots of reasons. Right. But uh, yeah, I was, a, I was very fortunate. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. So many times people, I believe, think that as business professionals, when they see someone like yourself, who's very active, you know, I know you have your own podcast. I love, I want you to tell us about that in a little bit as well. Um, you're doing big things, very visible. People make the assumption that you are this ultra confident always have it together type of person. And I'd love to hear, have you always been that confident person who just kind of stepped into your role? Have you ever struggled with it? Has it been something that's been a journey for you? Tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are right now. Yeah, great, great question, Tish. So have I always been confident? No, absolutely not. Uh, there have been times in my career that uh, fear was greater than my faith. And, you know, when that happens, then you've lost complete perspective. But when you have, and so I'm a person of faith. Me too. And yes. when, when your faith is greater than your fear, then, then priorities and perspectives get in, in, in line. So, you know, building confidence really comes with having that foundation of faith. And I've been challenged many times throughout my career with keeping that confidence, building that confidence. And it really comes with uh, getting the courage to make those really difficult decisions. And we've all been faced with ethical dilemmas, right? I mean, we're all asked to do things that uh, at one point or another that we probably don't want to do or that we know is wrong. And uh, it's those times that you really have to dig deep and do the right thing. And I can say confidently, you know, no pun there, but confidently and look myself in the mirror that I've done what I know is the right thing. And that that's cost me. That's cost me financially. It's cost me in my career, but I'm okay with it because in the end, uh, I think I did the right thing. Well, first of all, I knew I liked you the first time we talked and I was like, that just confirmed it for me. I just love that you share, you know, the real answer because many times people will say, this is, you know, you just say the right thing, but you do, you know, no, it's not. It, it, it's sometimes the most difficult thing. Um, Susie Orman, who... I just love this one phrase she has. I don't, I don't really follow her so much, but I do love this one phrase. She always says, you got to do what's right opposed to what's easy. And Oh, man, for sure. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the hardest thing because, like you said, that sometimes costs you opportunities. It costs you relationships. Definitely can cost you money. So, so once again, thank you so much for sharing that. Someone asked me yesterday. I have a, a colleague who is stepping into more of a speaking opportunities in her business. She's never really spoken on a, a large stage, and she asked me. You know, well, how do you do it? You know, what? How do you? How are you able to step on the stage and be really confident? I'm like, well, first of all, I don't. <laughs> I'm nervous all the time, and and I just have to. Of course. Call it. You know, she asked me. She says, so "What do you do?" And I said, "I talk to myself. I get in my car and I say, just like what I was like, you know what? I'm anointed for this. God has given me everything that I need to be able to bless this audience. You know, and I think people make the assumption that because we're visible." that we always have it together. And that's just not the case. What are some of the no. things Jeff, that you might do in order to overcome? Because you said you got to step into that place of faith. What are some of the things that you might do in order to overcome those fears that inevitably come when you're facing a difficult decision or a big opportunity? Yeah, of course. So uh, you, you said it best, you know, I talk to myself, but I, you know, I pray, yes. I pray you know, yeah. and I do believe in the power of prayer. And I believe that uh, we can pray at any time and we should do so uh, as often as, as we can. And that gives me sort of a sense of peace. But beyond that, then it's the mindset of whatever I'm going to do, uh, whether it's giving a presentation or meeting with a client or no matter what it is, that I am there to add value to the other person. And that's that's a John Maxwell. And I, and I love John Maxwell and everything that he's, uh, all of his work, his books, his thoughts, his philosophies. But the big one is always add value. And if we keep that in mind, and remember, it's not about what is in it for us. It's about what we can do for everyone else. Then it just makes things so much easier going into a tough situation. Because we're not worried about what's, what, how is the outcome going to affect us? It's how can what I do, what is what I'm going to do positively going to impact the other person? And that's the important point. I love that. Jeff, who would you say you've had to become in order to enjoy the level of success that you currently have? You know, it's a, a better me, you know, be growing as a person and uh, knowing what my opportunities for improvement are, recognizing those and acting on it. And then just, uh, becoming a better version of, of, of who I am. And I try to do that every single day. I love it. I love it. Sometimes I fall short. Yeah, <laughs> but right? We, but we all do. That, that's part of learning. Yeah. And this, the cool thing is when we fall short, we just get right back up and say, okay, please. And, and that's the key, Tish. That's the key. Ah. So when we do fall short or we get kicked or we, we have a challenge that we don't put our head in the sand. Yeah. Right. We get back up and we keep moving forward. Mm. It's so important. Don't yeah. give up. Persevere. Absolutely. There's a book. The author's name escapes me right now. Oh, I can't think of it, but it's called, it might be John. I know I don't know if it's John Maxwell, but it's called Failing Forward. And it's I just believe that's John said. Maxwell. I think it is. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. literally like, okay, dust yourself off and get back up because I know it's sometimes very difficult to get up after something happens or you've made a mistake or, you know, things just didn't go well. But yeah, well, you know, guess what? The stars aren't always going to line up perfectly for us. So true. You know, and so it's how we're going to deal with that. That's going to make us better people. Yeah. Jeff, if you had to sum up your journey in one word, what would that word be? Learning. 
Okay, he's learning. So I think the once we decide that we know everything, we will never grow. And once we understand that learning takes place every single day and in every situation, uh, then we can become better people and our journey is going to be even richer. And the learning is not just reading books. I mean, I I do, do believe that we have to read, we have to go to classes, take seminars, whatever. But it's in every single situation, we have an opportunity to learn from that situation. So when the situation arises again or something similar, we're prepared and we can have an even better outcome. So it's learning. I agree. And I love that answer. Absolutely. So I know that depending on when people hear this, you know, they may be doing more virtual networking, maybe doing more in-person networking, but Nevertheless, tell me a little bit about how you have used networking to grow your business. Yeah, I, you know, it's all about building relationships. And the more people you have an opportunity to, to meet, and, and, and when you do have that opportunity to meet people, you got to do so in, in an authentic and genuine way. It can't be superficial. I mean, people see right through that. And that's not going to be helpful anyway. So meet as many people as you can. And then when you have that opportunity, be authentic, genuine, just be yourself and know what value you can add to that potential relationship. And some relationships turn out to be very positive. Some, you know, that that's probably not going to move forward, but that's okay. You know, you learn. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. Wow. Tell us how you actually work with clients. If someone is listening to this right now and saying, man, I like that, Jeff. I wonder how I could work with him. What kind of work do you do with clients? And, and tell us a little bit about the way you operate. Yeah, so I have a finance background, spent a lot of time in financial management, and that's that's sort of my forte, if you will, you know, to, to stare at a spreadsheet and come up with the answers on how we can improve the business, improve the financial performance of the business. But that's not really my passion, okay? I can do that but it's not really my passion. My passion is learning the story behind the numbers. Okay. There's an outcome, but why did the outcome, you know, end up the way it did? And we have to learn the business. We have to spend time with the, the decision makers, the business owners, and, and get a real understanding of why they are in the current situation that they're in. And that takes building a rapport, building that relationship. And so you have that no like and trust, right? And then once that happens, then you can put some uh, recommendations and some potential solutions together to help move that business forward. So it's not just about the numbers. It's so much more than that. And that's what I love. In your opinion, do you find that there are companies that are too far gone? Do you, are you able to help companies whose story is really big <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really inhibiting their ability to be successful in, in their business. Yeah. I never say never, you know, uh, it, I don't think there's ever a situation that is too far gone that they had. There's no hope, but it's really, you know, when it comes down to working with a client that takes a couple, couple of things on their part, number one is they have to recognize the, the need to bring in a consultant or a coach. And secondly, and really important is they have to be receptive. They have to be receptive to success suggestions and, and recommendations that come up. And if they're not receptive, then 
that's another issue. And and then the third thing is there has to be some alignment, right? We have to have a sort of a similar belief system, similar set of values. So there's that mutual respect. But, you know, I never want to say, no, there's no hope. There's no hope. There's always hope. There's always hope. But it takes a meeting of the minds to make that happen. Okay. So who do you feel that you are uniquely gifted to serve? Who is the person that's like, man, these are my favorite types of clients. So these are the people whom I know I can help the most um, or maybe even the, the fastest. Who is, who is your ideal client though? Yeah, I, I'm going to say that it's not just the, the business owner or the decision maker in a small, medium-sized business. I'm not going to say that. It's the situation where there is a decision maker, and it could be an individual, that they know that they're, they're stuck and they want to move to the next level and they are receptive to learning different ways to make that happen. So they're, they're open to you know the discussion to have the conversation of, of learning why they're in that situation and receptive to some ideas that are going to help them propel forward and that could be in a you know an individual with their career it could be a business where they're stuck financially or maybe losing you know they're, they're not doing well uh, financial performance is suffering then we, I can help take them to the next level but they have to be receptive and they have to be willing. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are some people who are going to be Googling right now going, I, I need to talk to Jeff Newkirk because it's awesome. yeah. <laughs> definitely. So I understand and I know you have a podcast as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast and um, what yes. topics you discuss on yours? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually have a new podcast kicking off called Understandable Solutions, just like my company. And the idea behind Understandable Solutions is to address issues that it could be business related. It could be uh, with, uh, for example, somebody with uh, that has a small business but is starting a nonprofit and they're very passionate about it. So uh, one of my guests is a nonprofit for PTSD uh, survivors. So you know we're talking about how how can we help that organization move forward. So it's really taking a problem or an issue and developing an understandable solution, if you will, that can be applied uh, right away to make things better. And I want to make sure that uh, it's not just for the, certainly it's for the guests, but it's more than that. I want to be able to to impact a large audience, lots of people with that understandable solution. Mm, I love it. I, I really love so, it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to, to getting it going. Very good. Is that going to be in lieu of your original or is that going to be in addition to? No, it's going to be in lieu of. So the forensic financialist uh, wrapped up uh, last month okay. and, uh, you know, it was my first podcast and I didn't know what to expect. Right. So, you know, starting out and you, your first podcast, is anybody going to listen? No idea. Yeah. But it turned out to be pretty, pretty positive. You know, I really enjoyed it. I, I loved the guests that I had on. I had, I had some great guests. We had great conversations. Uh, I think the audience certainly got a lot out of it. The the views and the downloads increased. So, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. So I'm I'm anxious to get going on the next one. Very good, very very good. Is there a tip that you would share with our audience, Jeff, as it pertains to how they're currently building relationships or even selling in their business that could help them in the next thirty days? What unstoppable tip would you give to our audience? 
I think it'd be a couple of things, really. Number one, be yourself, mm-hmm. right? Don't be somebody that you're not. You know, you can only be yourself. And, and if you try to be somebody else, people are going to see right through that. Right. Okay. So just be yourself. Be authentic. You know, be honest and genuine and straightforward. Don't uh, try to manipulate. Don't try to coerce or anything like that. Just be straightforward and honest. And then step outside of your comfort zone. You know, it's so easy to just stay within what we're comfortable with. And, you know, how often do you come across people who are just starting in networking and they're like, you know, I don't know that I want to do, do that. I just sort of uncomfortable. What are people going to think of me? Right. So, so the last thing is at, remember that you are there to add value to the other person. Yeah. Okay. It's not about you. It's about what you can do for everybody else. That's the most important thing. So I guess that would be my tip. I love it so much because I think when people come into a networking scenario and all that they're thinking is, how can I get new clients? Who can I meet for my business? How can I get someone to buy for me? It it really shifts. And I think I always say that desperation has a sin and people can smell it a mile away. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And so when we come with that real desire to add value and to figure out how can I help someone else, how can I, you know, assist someone to get what they need, it shifts the, just the the conversation completely. And I think that people can sense when you're just authentically there to be of service. So I appreciate Absolutely. Absolutely. How many times have you come across somebody in a networking event, maybe that you've met for the first time and they, they're you can tell that they're more focused on what's going on around you and right. not really dialed in as to what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately that happens too often and it's really difficult to build that strong relationship when that happens. So, you know, just be, just be yourself, be authentic. Remember that you're there to add value to the other person, get outside of your comfort zone and it's all good. There you go. I love it. So, Jeff, those people who are listening and saying they definitely want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, my website, understandablesolutions.com, or just contact me directly, Jeff, at understandablesolutions.com. So okay. I'd be uh, happy to speak with anybody interested in learning more about my business and how I can help them. Wonderful. I'm sure there will be many who will do just that. Jeff, thank you That'd so much. Thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure. Absolute Thank pleasure you, getting to know you a little bit better and talking to you today. And I'm sure this will not be the second or last time. We'll definitely have to follow up again. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Tish. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.